So somebody sent me one of these uh, positive thoughts during the week, which I thought was quite good. I've sent it on to a few people since. But it, it, it goes, ponder how valuable your soul must be. Ponder how valuable your soul must be for Satan to tirelessly pursue it and the king to lay down his life for it. Ponder how valuable your soul must be for Satan to constantly be attacking, for Satan to constantly pursue it, and for the king of all that exists, king of the universe, to lay down his life for it. Such is the value of your soul. Such is the value of your soul. Such is your value, because you are your soul. You are your body, you are your soul. This is how God sees you. This is the value that he places on you. This is how... how this is, this is why he would, he would reveal himself as he has done and so patiently uh, reveal his plan for us, die on the cross for us, making all of, this, all of these torrents of grace available to us because this is, this is the, the, the value that he sees in your soul. He wants you with him forever in heaven. He wants you to get there. He wants you to choose him. He wants you to be in heaven. And he'll find any way possible to get you there. Such is the value of your soul. And to that end as well, he gives us a guardian angel. This, is, this stuff is very real. It's not, it's not made up. And I think very easily, numerous aspects of our face are relegated to uh, the stuff of, of childhood imagination. You know, uh, It is nice now for little kids to believe that if they're scared in the dark... There's a, there's a nice little guardian angel who will take care of them. So yeah, you're seven. Yeah, you can believe in your guardian angel. That's lovely. That's lovely. But now as a 50-year-old, you believe you have a, a guardian angel, is it? Yeah, best friends with a tooth fairy, is he? You know, it's like there's something... Somehow we dismiss these spiritual realities in our older years. But like scripture is very, very clear. This, is, this, is, this isn't a new invention. Like you go right back to the beginning. You think of, you think of uh, Abraham being visited by the three angels. That's in the book of Genesis. Our reading from t- t- today is taken uh, from Exodus. The Lord himself says, I will send an angel before you to guard you as you go. You know, it's, so again, it's like this is back into Jewish tradition. Then our own uh, New Testament will say. So we have... The Archangel Gabriel appearing to, to Our Lady, an angel appearing to, to Joseph, uh, an angel coming to Jesus to, to console him uh, in the Garden of, of Olives. The tradition of the Church has consistently been that we have a personal guardian angel. So an angel sent by God to watch over you. And I was just thinking today as, as, as we were praying before Mass, how much more reverence would we have maybe for each other if we could see each other's guardian angel so I mean, going back to what we said earlier ponder how valuable your soul must be for Satan to tirelessly pursue it and for the king of all that exists to give his life for it this is the value of your soul so imagine also if I was able to see your guardian angel just like they must be very majestic creatures I find it hard to believe that your angel follows you and maybe trips over things on occasion or, you know, knocks cups off a table and goes, whoops. You know, I, I imagine they're very elegant. I imagine they're very... Because, like, 
They're, they're creatures of light. They're, they're, very in, they're, they're intelligent. They're more intelligent than us. They're closer to God in nature than we are. So they, they, they contemplate God. They've seen God. They see him. And their role as messengers is, is, is to transmit to us what the Lord says. So there's, there's a great purity about that. So if I were to see your guardian angel now, again, if they have wings, I'm not quite sure. Uh, art would, you know, religious art would kind of indicate that possibly they, they do. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. In scripture, it seems that angels took on corporeal form, so they took on the, the appearance of, of, a, of a human being. But if we imagine whatever way they are, they are most definitely beautiful. They are most definitely, again, otherworldly. <laughs> like if you were to see just the, the like if you were to see another person's guardian angel now during mass, you know the reverence that they will have before this altar, before the tabernacle here, the adoration that they will be capable of when the blessed sacrament is exposed, or, or, or when the, the, the gifts are, are are transubstantiated, like the the, 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 the they they. It sounds so ridiculous. Like they are so aware of spiritual realities, they are a spiritual reality in themselves. But they are so attuned to 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 grace, to the presence of God. You know, to that divine life that He wishes to transmit to us. Like I just imagine the the reverence at which with which your guardian angel attends mass. Now, if I could see yours and you could see mine, how much more reverence would I have for you? thinking, my goodness, like God has given you this angel. You must really be worth something. Not that I would doubt it, but I mean, it's, it's, it's like a, an, an extra proof. The Lord is willing to give you such a splendid creature to watch over you, to pray for you, and maybe unfortunately to pray instead of you at times. Such is your value. Such is the esteem in which God holds you. So I think it's, it's, it's a wonderful, again, truth for, and again, it's very, very important for us adults, for us grown-ups, to hold on to these spiritual truths despite our apparent maturity. We have a guardian angel, each one of us does. And their, their role, their vocation as messengers is to relay the words of God to us, guide us back to him. It's something I must confess that I, I, I'm not aware of enough throughout my day. I don't think enough of my guardian angel. There are a few people uh, who I know who are, they'll say it regularly. Um, you know, I'll send my guardian angel to you or I'll, 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 I'll pray for you and I'll pray that your guardian angel guides you. Or, you know, they bring it into their, their prayer life a lot more. It's something, I, again, it's always a good example for me when I hear people praying, mentioning a guardian angel because that's something I want to be more aware of the presence of mine. You know, as it's, and it's again in all humility, I say this like, but I, when I'll be celebrating Mass there now, my my guardian angel behind me, he'll he'll drop to his knees. He'll be on his knees for the consecration. An invisible example to me of the kind of reverence I should have before the Lord. And I think if we wish to 
it's, it sounds a bit ridiculous again, but if we wish to see our angel, we shouldn't do so like for entertainment or for, like for the wow factor. I think in our heart of hearts, if I wish to see my angel, I think we can, in the sense that, it's not, it's, again, it's, it's not make-believe, but I can see how reverent my angel would be. It's like if, if, I, if I allow my heart, if I allow my, my, my soul to, to be in tune with, with all these spiritual realities around me, and ask yourself honestly, what would your guardian angel be doing right now? If you ask yourself that honestly, I think, I hope, that you can see it too. Again, I'm, I'm, I'm no mystic, I'm really not. I'm really not. Those who live with me know me. Um, but in, in our souls, I think we can see these spiritual realities. Again, try it right now. Try it right now. In this moment, what is your guardian angel doing? Again, we're not doing this to, to, to boast to people. I saw my angel, you never guess what he said. But I'm trying to understand, if he's a messenger, then I need to be in tune to what he's saying to me. I need to be in tune to, to his guidance, otherwise he, he can't positively affect my life. So he's not hiding from me. He's invisible, yes, but he's speaking to me on a different level. He's speaking to me in, in, in here. So, again, he's not playing hide and seek. He wants me to hear him. He wants me to understand him. He wants me to learn from him. So ask yourself. Ask yourself now. What is my angel saying? What is my guardian angel doing? And try and hold on to that question even during Mass. Throughout the day when you see another person, what's their angel doing right now? Or when you're watching TV, you don't want to see your guardian angel as a, a kind of a watchdog either, but at the same time, if there's something you wouldn't do knowing your guardian angel is there, then why are you doing it? They're there to help. They're there that we choose the greatest good, which is God. My goodness, we as adults, we can still learn so much from our angels. So we ask the Lord today to make us more aware or attune our, the, the ears of our heart to be more open, more docile to the indications, the inspirations that come through our guardian angel. That we can ponder how valuable our soul must be if, for Satan to tirelessly pursue it and the king to lay down his own life for it and the God of the universe to give it, our soul, an angel to guide it. Amen.